Nintendo Weird, everybody. I am here with my good friend CJ Andreessen uh, from Destructoid, doing some kind of kind of a weird little experiment here that um, that I'm calling Keep Nintendo Weird Pocket Edition. Which uh, essentially the idea for this is between kind of larger episodes of Keep Nintendo Weird. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to cover kind of smaller games, um, kind of a quick hit, you know, bite-sized, twenty-ish minute little podcast where we can talk about these other weird Nintendo games that deserve love, but might not necessarily warrant a huge hour plus long episode. Um, and I can't think of anybody I'd rather kick this off with than you, CJ. And uh, with, with I mean, what better game? Right. Keep Nintendo Weird Pocket Edition, talking about Pocket Car Jockey Ride-On. Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, 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 and it's, you know, it's to keep Nintendo weird podcast. This is Nintendo adjacent, you know, it's not available on yeah. the switch and it's not Nintendo publishing it, but every, anyone who knows anything about this game is coming to it from their experience on the 3ds with the original par- pocket card jockey. And I mean, how shocked were you earlier this month when it was revealed that this was, this game was coming out for Apple arcade? Dude, I, I remember uh, I read the like the trademark. I was like, well, this is probably nothing. You, like yeah. they, that the story came out that like the trade, you know, cool. The eShops are closing. They probably just want to retain the trademark or something like that. You know, fine. Seems legit. I'm sure we're going to see more of that. But then to hear that it was coming to mobile, which for some reason I hadn't entered into my calculus. And it makes perfect sense, especially now that it's out and we've played it. Um, it just came out. Uh, actually yesterday at the time we're recording this yeah. and uh, I've already put an absurd amount of time into it. And I know <laughs> you have to, uh, but, but man, like it, I definitely was surprised to see it, but at the same time, not surprised to see it with these eShop closures coming. I hope we see more of this. And I think that this pocket card jockey on mobile is a great proof of concept of how you can take something that was on 3ds which i didn't really think would translate well to phones mm-hmm. and for me actually really does like i'm really impressed um well it's important to remember that actually uh, the original pocket card jockey was ported to ios and android mm-hmm. in japan only as japan. a yep. free-to-play game and i was reading an interview i wish i remember what website it was on that they were talking to the uh, the director of the game and talking about how um, you know, they were excited to be putting it on mobile, but they couldn't quite nail free to play. Like they couldn't right. find a way to have it make sense financially for them to continue supporting this game. Um, and that original version was closer to uh, closer to a direct port of the 3DS original than Ride On is. Ride On feels vastly different. Uh, like in the original mm-hmm. one, from what I understand, uh, it would... It wouldn't necessarily mimic the two screens on your phone at once, but you would switch back and forth between the screens to do the different uh, gameplay elements. And here, you know, they've just completely reimagined and revamped it to have it be a single screen experience. So, like, I'm kind of glad we never got that original uh, uh, free to play version of it because what we ended up getting several years later, you know, is so much better than that one. Than that one ended up being. So I'm I'm so happy that they that they kept this in mind, that they realized that there was a, um, a a small niche but very vocal community out there that loves this game and want to see more of it and then found a way to bring us right on. 
Yeah. Well, and it definitely even feels like they're very aware, even just in little tiny like flourishes. Like when you when you first start up this game and and you meet horse off course, you know, for the first time. And there's like two options basically, which is like the the give me the tutorial option or whatever, or kind of get me straight into it option. Yeah. And it's like in all caps, oh my god, I've missed you so much <laughs> kind of thing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if if it's if that's like a direct localization from the from the I guess the original Japanese writing in the from Game Freak or if it's yeah uh, the uh, the localizers here taking their having their fun with it but the writing of this game is is once again bar none it is so good it is so funny exactly Chef Kiss um, so good uh, e- even though it's following the you know the same loose plot of the original one where your character dies right at the beginning because they suck and then gets a <laughs> gets a second chance they've they found a way to kind of freshen up the uh, the dialogue that was already so good and make it even better i there are so many i, I wish i wrote them down because there are so many moments that i've experienced so far where like even your character loses and it's just the, like the funniest dialogue you'll read this month it's just so good um and that's just part of the charm because everything about this game is just charm. It's just one of the most charming games I've ever experienced. Thousand percent. I even and and I guess what well, well, we we could do just really quickly um, summarize what Pocket Card Jockey even is yeah. because I I I think basically everybody who is going to come to this is probably going to be somebody who is at least familiar with the concept. But just in case, if anybody listening to this doesn't know what pocket card jockey is cj what is pocket card jockey uh pocket card jockey is horse racing by way of solitaire or they call it solitaire from what i understand it's closer to a a card game called golf but nobody knows what golf is so everyone knows what solitaire is let's just call it that and basically you play as a jockey with your horse uh going around on uh going around a, a track as racing horses do and as the way you do uh, good in the game is you have to play solitaire or a variation of it where basically you are given a card to start with and you have to choose a number either directly above it or below it and if you clear out the tableau you will you know you'll you'll uh, you'll be able to run faster i believe you, you don't burn stamina you can get all mm-hmm. sorts of special bonuses if you fail to clear out the tableau you know you may anger your horse or lose some stamina um but basically you have a limited amount of time to, to work as fast as you can to clear the board uh and you do this about two to three to four times depending on the length of the race um before you hit the final stretch all in that time you're also managing your horse's positioning um, because if you go into a turn, you know, you don't want to take a turn wide because you're using more energy, uh, but you also don't want to take it inside too much because you might get boxed in. It's a lot of strategy that you have to kind of keep going with the races. There's no way to pause. You can exit the app, I guess, as a way to pause it, but I, right. there's there's no way to pause. I really wish I would have rehearsed this beforehand because I sound like I'm just all <laughs> over the place on it. But no, no. I, I mean, at its core, basically, you are just taking – uh, you're, you're just figuring out how quickly you can clear cards from a table, a tableau as they call it, uh, and then getting your horse in the right position to uh, win the race at the end or get as, as close as you can to winning the race. And it's a game that's kind of like um, if you know um, a, a monster rancher where the first horse you start out right. with is not the first horse. It's not the horse that's going to you're going to see through to the end of this game. You're going to be going through a lot of horses. You're going to be breeding horses and taking their skills and their talents to make new horses uh, that you'll take through the races again. And, um, you know, just like in Monster Rancher, you know, as soon as you reach a certain point, you got to let go of that horse send them to their farm. Mm-hmm. So um, it's incredibly addictive. 
the gameplay, yeah. like once you really get into it, and this is something I saw with the um, the 3DS version when they finally released a demo for it, is people who were people who read my review for it, my my review went and played the demo, like, oh wait, this is actually really addictive. All of that carries over to this mobile version. It is as addictive, if not more so than before. Um, and I couldn't I couldn't be happier with this release. Same. Yeah. I, so I definitely think, you know, when you, when you hear that, it sounds like a lot of mechanics, right? And it is, it is, you know, it's, it's just another one of those horse racing solitaire games where the protagonist dies immediately and you're, you know, you're resurrected and you play solitaire to race horses and keep them happy and breathe. It's another one of those yeah, games. That old genre. A, yeah. Dime a dozen, that old chestnut. Um, <laughs> But, but, and it is a lot of mechanics. It's very like mechanically, um, there, there's a lot of mechanical depth to it for sure. But, um, at the same time, there is something like once you understand, once you like kind of pick up what this game is, is putting down, um, you just kind of get into this flow state of like, it reminds me a lot of playing Spelunky or something mm-hmm. where I'm making constant small decisions all the time. Like it's just every few seconds you're making a tiny decision that impacts your, your given race. And, um, and yeah. And, and because you have that loop, because you do reach that end point with every horse four years old time to retire it, you know, and, and onto the next and you're breeding your horses and all this, it has this built in, like addictive loop yeah. to it. And you just want to keep going and going and going and never stop because you're always leveling up your horses, getting new skills, things that can be passed down, you know, through breeding and stuff. There's just like, ah, uh, there's, there's like so much to keep you on the hook here. Yeah. And it's really important <laughs> to note if, if any of the gameplay description like scared you off of playing it, um, it's all separated. So like you, the, right. the, the card sections are separate from the positioning horses section. So you're not doing both of those things at once. It's you clear the cards, then you position your horse, then you clear cards again, position your horse again, clear cards again. And then, you know, likely you're in the final run, which is plays a little bit differently from both of those. But mm-hmm. it's all simple gameplay inputs for all of those. So it's really not... You know, it might be difficult to describe, or maybe I'm just bad at it, uh, doing it off the cuff. Um, but it's really once you know what you're doing, it's kind of like, oh, this makes complete sense. I know exactly what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do here. And really, like I hadn't played Pocket Card Jockey for about a year, um, almost a year since we last, uh, since before yeah. this came out. Um, Same. But as soon as you know the first race, I was all the way back in there. Right? It's like riding a bike. Did not forget one step, totally. even if they did change a little bit for this game. And there are small changes uh, between the 3DS version and Ride On. Um, and I think they are improvements. Like uh, same in the 3DS version, when you are positioning your horse, you actually draw the course for them. And here you just actually, you, 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 you touch the iPad or your iPhone and there's a, a direct line there and you can touch more places on there if you want them to go into different positions. And so I think for me, that's a, a, it's easier for me to get the horse where I want them to than with having to draw as fast as I could with, uh, with a three right. version. Yeah. Agreed. And, and they also automate certain things like the way the, uh, the energy, um, the extra energy is distributed through like the giddy app, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever that that's all sort of automated. Now things are just, I feel like 
a lot more snappy in this one. And like, it feels the the original 3DS game was always sort of a game of phases like you described, but this one just feels more. And, and I think this might just be a symptom of it all taking place kind of at, at once. And, and also just the way it's all presented, like they, they have, realize this now in like 3d like the horse models and the jockey and stuff is in in 3d and it just looks really like clean and pretty um there's something about it that just feels more immediate to me yeah like it just feels more snappy i'm just i'm in it so much more quickly and like the the races are going by in a snap just in a way that they didn't and as much as i love the 3ds game like for me i'm like this one keeps me on the hook even more somehow (laughs) and the transition to 3d works so well like it's not the entire game that all the menus are still you know i actually have it up right now all the menus are still you know 2d little little illustrations everyone looks great the horse is actually in 3d but you know the, the like the, the horse design carries over to the 3D models perfectly. You still have their stubby little legs running there that is just adorable every <laughs> single time. You have the different variations, uh, the, the cat or the uh, horse with the cat for a tail. Uh, I've seen a mm-hmm. witch. There's a robot. Um, you know, there, yeah. there's a lot of different designs out there. And then like the the actual racetracks themselves. You know, it's no it's no greater than what you would see on like a GameCube in terms of the you know, visual power of it, but it's, sure. it's so nice, nice and cleanly done that I, it just raises the, um, uh, the word that I'm going to say right now. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it, it just, uh, it just, it, it raises my appreciation for it because I think, yeah, with the original one, it was mostly just, you know, you had the, 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 the 2d horse just running there with the 2d track behind them. And now it's, it's almost like a, a, um, a, a television viewing experience because as your horse is racing through, it takes all these different camera angles and you see it's so much yes. more cinematic than it was before. And I think that really helps, um, elevate the game above the 3ds version. Um, the racing segments when you like after you position your horse and they're running through, they can be a little long, but you can just speed it up. There's a there's a fast forward button on it if that gets too long I for you. That. So they went out of their way to make the horse racing look more exciting, so that you don't have to use your imagination. You could just watch it. But then they also you know remembered that some people just want to get through each of these races, get through each one of these segments, so they give you the ability to speed it up. Uh, it's a it's just a great, uh, a, a great translation of the game. I, I, I just, yeah. I can't stop praising it. I wish, I wish I had some notes here to, of talking points and all of this <laughs> stuff that I would have prepared. Um, but hey. I, I was too busy playing this game. That's the problem. I played it for six That's hours it. yesterday and I played it for four and a half hours this morning. It's like, I can't stop. And I have like three reviews to do this week. So clearly <laughs> this is, this is going to be a problem. Hey, uh, that's, that's exactly, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Uh, The game came out, you know, and we should say too, I I think we've mentioned it maybe once, but this is on Apple Arcade specifically. So, um, so you have to, you know, it's on iPhone, iOS, they even make a little like iPhone like joke, like I play a lot of solitaire on my iPhone, you know, or whatever. So they, they kind of lean into that even with the writing. Um, so this is on Apple Arcade, and I think this is a good model for it because it's funny. I can almost see the bones a little bit of the free-to-play thing like you were talking about when they initially took a stab at this. And they could have, like, microtransaction the hell out of this, right. right? Like, if they really wanted to, they could have. And, like, you know, you could totally see the model, especially with the with the shop. It's like, 
you know, buy X amount of coins to get your happy carrots or whatever. You know, they could have absolutely done that. And I, I'm not going to lie. There are a couple of times where it's like, if I could pay like a couple coins to get this, uh, to get the shop to come around yeah. during this cycle, I probably would have. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's kind of nice to see them have those opportunities and choosing not to like to have this thing kind of in place where it is on Apple arcade and it's just like this complete little package. I really like that. Well, I, I don't know how long you've subscribed to Apple arcade, but like last year, and I think maybe the year before they did kind of have a big, uh, not a big, Last last year, year before Apple Arcade, they revived some mobile games that had previously disappeared. Like uh, there's the Castlevania one that I think it had a, a a soft launch and then they pulled it. And then a few years later, it's up on Apple Arcade with all the micro, uh, uh, microtransactions removed. Still not a great game, but it's like they rescued that game. <laughs> um, World of right. Demons from Platinum Games is another one. Like that was supposed to be a really their big mobile game. Uh, they had their soft launch. It, it vanished came back on uh, uh, Apple Arcade, and it's really fun. And this one, you know, I don't know if, I, I, I would love to know what came first, Apple Arcade approaching or Apple approaching Game Freak or Game Freak approaching Apple. I would love to know who initiated this because this is, it's kind of another uh, Apple Arcade to the rescue situation of they had a right. mobile version that didn't work. Here we are almost a decade later because it's been so long. Um, with a mobile version that does work. And you're right. I can definitely see that the places that they could have put in some microtransactions. Um, you have horses here that you can earn based off of um, achievements, basically like saving up enough coins or, or I think winning a certain amount of races, you can unlock horses. That could have been something that would easily be uh, hidden behind payments. So I'm so glad that we get to experience this game again. And, and, and ideally more people get to experience it because, you know, iPhones are, are ubiquitous with, with, with people, iPads, you can play this on your iMac. Um, I think it's also supposed to work on, um, uh, 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 your Apple TV as well, because I think that's the the rule. Oh. I think that's the rule for uh, for Apple Arcade games is that they have to work on all their devices. Um, Sick. And without any of the free to play stuff, that would arguably ruin the experience, or right. at the very least, not make it uh, as addicting and as uh, uh, um, um, comprehensive as it is right now. Like, like I, I would hate to, th I would hate to see this broken up by timers or oh, please yeah. buy this yeah. or if there's an online element and you're racing against people who shelled out a hundred dollars for a specific horse or something like that and it's just like I'm so, bring <laughs> yeah i'm so glad none of that's there and i really can't wait to see what kind of support it gets going forward because i know a lot of you know most apple arcade games get support going forward i, I play a lot of uh, true I, I play a lot of cooking mama cuisine on there it's the best cooking mama game ever um, and they keep adding new stuff to it. So I'm really excited to see um, what, if any kind of support Game Freak has planned for this game. Dude, I didn't even think of that. Man, I'm, I'm excited now. Yeah, you're right, because I could definitely see that. And this is the kind of game that you could add stuff to really easily. Yeah. Like the structure is totally there, you know, to, to add like free updates to it. I hope they do. And I hope this is successful. I had read... Um, can't remember who was doing the interview, but I'd, I'd seen an article ran on Nintendo Life or something where um, they had mentioned like, hey, like we could consider bringing this to Switch if, you know, if this is successful. And, you know, I I was definitely apprehensive about this announcement at first thinking like, well, 
like, how's this going to work without two screens? And now that I see how it can, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, heck yeah, put it on switch, put it on anything. And like, I'm, I'm going to be there for it, you know? Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they do wind up doing that. It'll be interesting to see how that control scheme would translate to a controller. Because I do think that being able to touch is a huge, you know, kind of boon to just the speed with which you can select the cards. I, I feel like it would be a little bit clunky to do it with the with like a pro controller or whatever. Um, but Correct me if I'm wrong, or, or maybe you don't know, or maybe I'm just pulling this out of my butt. Um, I think there are... Um, switch games that can only be played in like handheld mode and so I, and so i yes. think if they were to do this one i mean the the only way you you could just port this over directly would have it to be like that and you use your fingers on the touch screen otherwise you're totally. right they'd have to like really change the timers uh on the um uh, on the, uh, the, the 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 card games uh on the the solitaire in order to accommodate people going in there with a the controller and now i'm really interested to see how this plays on like my macbook air <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder what that's like. Um, oh my god! But yeah, no, I'm playing it on my iPad, um, and thank God my iPad is a weak one that runs out of battery quickly. Otherwise, I would be very in trouble. <laughs> I, Dude, I would not I, stop playing it. <laughs> I was literally so when this when this came out, I was literally I had my you know my my phone next to me, and I'm playing it primarily on my phone. Yeah, and and like. My my battery was already kind of low. It was already time to charge. It was late at night or whatever. And I, I was like tethered to it like it was a, an umbilical cord. Like sitting there just like, I need this. I need, And I was up until 4 a.m. playing. Like I just, I can't get enough of it. It's translated so well. I'm so happy that we have this. And it's hard not to imagine, you know, other 3DS games getting this kind of treatment. And I hope that we do as we approach these closures. I hope that you know, Apple Arcade can kind of come to the rescue of more of, of these games. That that would be great to see uh, because goodness gracious, this translates so well and I'm addicted to it all over again. We're, we're sitting here partying like it's 2012, man. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> uh, if there's any game I'd love to see pop up on the service from the 3DS, Harmonite would be my, my number one choice. Yes. Because there's another one that you're yes. going to lose. Um, that's another one that we're going to lose another game freak game too. So they've already got their foot in the door there. You got to imagine like that's on the table now. Right. I I really hope this does well. So yeah, uh, definitely, definitely worth checking out. If you have Apple arcade, you already have it. Right. And that's another thing that's great is like, if you're an Apple arcade subscriber, it's like, it's like the game pass thing where it's like, you have it, like you can just go and just download it. Yeah. You know, it's part of your subscription. And if you don't have Apple arcade, but you have an iPhone, I mean, there are so many ways to get like a month free, three months free of the service. There's, um, totally. Yeah. You, you can find a way to, to test this game out to see if you still want to pay. I have no doubt that I will keep my Apple Arcade. They could not release a single game for the rest of the year, and I would keep it going just to continue playing this. I will pay Agreed. $60 <laughs> this year just to play Pocket Car Jockey right on, um, which Agreed. is insane for a mobile game for me to say, but I, I just it's, it's I just love it too much. Yeah, It's that good. Yeah. It's that good. Oh man. Well, CJ, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on, man. We're, uh, we, we definitely, it's been too long. 
since uh, since you and I have talked, and uh, and always a pleasure. I can think of nobody better to do this with. Uh, how can people find you? Follow you online? Keep up with what you're doing at Destructoid? It's the best way people can stalk you on the internet. Uh, I would just say <laughs> stick with Destructoid. I'm still not doing much on Twitter. I, every post I put on there that's not retweeting Destructoid or, or updating my movie list of things I watch, I usually delete within 24 hours. So um, you can find me on Destructoid.com. <laughs> Um, you know, since we, since I last was here, we got bought by a new owner gamers. Uh, they've been right. great. And so I'm really awesome. excited, um, about us going forward. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. And like I said, I don't know when this is going to air, but I have three reviews I'm working on. So a lot of Snap. content's coming from me. Thank, thank goodness. Knock on wood. They're all short games. <laughs> Good, <laughs> good. Especially since you got to keep playing pocket card jockey. Exactly. You got to <laughs> just got to keep that next to you. <laughs> just every level I beat in Onion and Salt, I come back and do a, do a few more races oh in pocket gosh. card jockey. <laughs> yes, thousand percent. Well, uh, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Two Dollar Hero. All the links to the podcast stuff uh, are in the video and episode description. And uh, until next time, create what you want to create. Thank you for helping me keep Nintendo weird. Bye bye. Keep Nintendo Weird is possible because of the amazing love and support from our patrons at patreon.com slash allinpodcast. And I want to thank everybody who supports us over there, especially our Triforce tier and our Golden Banana tier supporters. Starting with our Triforce tier, we want to thank Josh Vaughn, John Cummins, Sparky, Adam Caparello, Shy Guy, Danielina Hosa, Dan and Luma, and Uncle Randy Bryans. As well as our Golden Banana tier supporters, Rob Yapel, Third Strongest Mole, Sean Shano Baggins Ashton, Tim A, aka Neo Prime 33, aka Nintendo Dad Number 4, Matt Shy Guy City Murray, Drew Agnew, Phelan Ward, Bill Tucker, Marcus O'Neill, Liam D, Solo Something, and Bowza. Thank you all very much for your continued love and support, and most importantly, for helping me keep Nintendo weird.